0: Hello and welcome in to this week's episode of At Home Tarot, where I am taking you through the cards of the week as a way to support those of us who overgive, those of us who lose ourselves in the relationships we move through on a day-to-day basis. And these cards that I pull are meant to call us back, to really expand our perspective of the energy that's arriving for us and that we may may live through this week and offer us some touchstones and offer us some perspectives that we can hold um, in a way to really move with Rather than move against, and also turn back and find ourselves, find our source during this week, and um, really, yeah, really, just move through the week with maybe some more grace, um, maybe some more um, self honoring, and maybe just with a little bit more faith and surrender than we might have without some of these messages. Um, Although I believe we would continue to live through these as fast as we could, of course. So um, let's get right into the cards today, even though it's been a big week. Um, For me, tomorrow is my birthday, I turn 37. And that's really exciting for me. Uh, It was a long weekend. It was a full weekend. My body is (sighs) seeking even more rest. My head is seeking more rest. But sometimes I find the best tarot reads come from those moments where we can't overthink. You know, we are experiencing something where there's a touch of distraction. In ourselves or in our environment and so it just uses that little part of the codependent brain that is kind of always on the hamster wheel always looking for a focus and so um, today um, that's kind of what it feels like it feels like I can just speak to you because these other parts of me are um, showing up to keep my mind occupied (laughs) so the cards today. So in our, um, how we might get away from ourselves. Um, one side of, of the equation here is the queen of swords. And, uh, we've been getting the queen of swords a lot over the last, I'd say two months, especially I equate it to our move with Mars into Gemini. And, This has been coming up since then, and the Queen of Swords, to me, can be an embodiment of being a warrior for what we have to say, and our thoughts, and the kind of protection and boundaries that we need around that, Um, but the Queen of Swords is also about realizing our foundation is rooted in systems that uphold logic and knowledge and learning more than experience and understanding and surrender and a slow pace um, so very patriarchal in her presence you know she's learned to function inside of it Um, So that's a little bit about our queen and how we might get away from ourselves. Although I think we are going to have this in our week. We're always going to have both. Um, They can play off each other as a way to find some balance here. So how we can come back, how we can turn around, how we can self-honor this week, find our center this week is the Fool card. So we've got this energy this week that all of a sudden possibilities we didn't have before our opening. We are maybe starting out um, in a new phase of life with a lot less, you know, it's it's this feeling of having just dropped a lot in our life. That may be, um, you know, a job, a relationship, a project, Um, those sort of things. And we are kind of about to head off into this unknown with a lot less Um, and how much that is arriving to bring us back to our center, not even just our center, but our faith and our surrender to stepping into the unknown and only taking our source with us, only taking what we actually need with us, which is very, very little, a lot less than what we think. So those are our two cards today. And our Oracle card energy of the week is gratitude. And funnily enough, it's the first card in my deck. So I really see it aligning with the Fool card here. And it also even has some of the same coloring as the deck I'm using for the Fool. And its spirit animal is the Buffalo. And I love this card because it is about life and nature and Mother Earth. And just the natural cycles of what's already here in the world, already giving you what you need to sustain on and what you need to um, really nurture your bigness and that actually it can be a lot less than we imagine and so the buffalo is this huge ginormous creature right if you've ever seen a bison or a buffalo in real life which i have They're just these massive giants. They're slow, right? Yet, they live off off grass. They live off just what you would not expect for their size and their strength. And so there's this message with the buffalo that... There can be so much to be grateful for, for making us or allowing us to kind of become larger in our life in some way, and that we already have what we need to sustain the things that actually help us grow stronger and more connected the buffalo is a herd creature and so gratitude is also about the fact that you have kind of this community and this herd and that you are a herd animal and that all of you can really be sustained and be in your bigness together and the gratitude that comes with having enough to really sustain a group uh, so there is a little bit of, of transferring our mind into gratitude. And what I love about the message of gratitude that I couldn't grasp when I was younger, you know, I always heard about gratitude and gratitude lesson. I sort of just laugh them off as something far too simple, right? Just like you might laugh to think that a bison is completely this huge creature with a lot of presence uh, that takes up a lot of space can just sustain off this smallest meager thing, grass, right? And so I used to think that about gratitude and the practice of gratitude. And what I love about this card is it is just that reminder that doing these little things, it's, I used to believe that a gratitude list was going to solve my problems, but all a gratitude list is showing us is a pathway in our own mind. It is blazing a trail for us to follow And it's reminding us of what we have rather than having us focus on what we don't have. And it's really hard to focus on what's going wrong and all of those things when we are listing out or naming what we do have. And it's not to bypass what we don't have or what we wish to have, it is a about reprogramming our brain and about softening all the anxious thoughts and all the thoughts of lack. Gratitude can really help us do that while at the same time practicing gratitude and the pathway of gratitude within us can actually have us walk through our days looking for what's going right, instead of looking for what's going wrong. Again, not to bypass, but just to really be discerning about what our own focus is. And so I really love gratitude for these two cards because it's saying, you are bigger now, you are stronger now. And even though it looks like you have less to sustain you, less to feed and nourish your life, and this shows up in gratitude as well as the fool who is only carrying a very, very small cloth bag with him, um, or them, I should say, that even though it looks like you have less now, what that means is, you're actually big enough you don't need all those other things you know you have what you need to be this biggest version of you right now and also shedding getting rid of refining things down letting things go release surrendering it even that word that codependence can live by in a, in a very, um, self abandoning way sacrifice can be turned for you that to sacrifice something means that you may in the long run gain freedom and gain the bigness that you're looking for. And it's about really striking off into a bit of the wild unknown here with the zero card. There's actually just nothing here. And so I really want to honor if this week brings up a moment where it feels like there's nothing there that you're looking for. Nothing has happened or you were left with nothing in some way shape or capacity maybe not in your overall life although i hold space for anyone who feels that on that level but it could be with with the fool it could be that there's a moment where you zeroed out on something you know nobody showed to this certain thing Um, nobody showed up for you. Um, you spent every dime you had, or you had to drain your savings for something and zero it out. Think of those moments where something had to zero out. Something had to go from all of this to nothing. That is actually an opportunity for you To look around and because you have less to not carry, not pick anything up while you're zeroed out. The Fool this week is really a message to warn us about how much we're going to pick up while we're in this zeroed out state, while we're in this state where we have less, but We're still nourished, we still have what we need, but we just have nothing of a certain thing. And it can be a bit of a, hmm, uh, warning is the word I'm looking for. It seems a little too big, a little too serious for me in this moment. I'm gonna use it just knowing it's not a warning You know, as if something terrible is going to happen. But it is an invitation. It it is a little bit of keep your eye out for this moment where you want to take more than you can carry with you. And that when you're in this zeroed out space, instead of letting yourself stay in the zeroed out space and watching around you for what opportunities arrive for you during this zeroed out state. You instead try to begin to gather things to you because it's very uncomfortable, very uncomfortable to be in a zeroed-out state in a certain part of our life or in our relationship to know that there there is nothing in a certain area happening or something has been let go. And so now you are without something or some area of your life. Think of the bank account. Let's take that as an example. Although, again, really apply this to your relationships um, or even just your connections to other people, whether that be through work or friendship or family. The idea of the bank account say being drained, something happens, we have to drain our savings account. We now have zero money. What we can do in that state is we can panic and we can begin to try to gather jobs we don't like closer. Um, We might gather, you know, (laughs) we might pull in people or places or things that we think will make us more money, even though they're detrimental to us. And so there, there's, a a space of being zeroed out. And I think really with the queen of wands here as sort of our keep an eye on yourself card where, We might start petitioning for things or logically we may start trying to gather things to us knowing that logically that makes a lot of sense because again with the example but apply it to your own life of the savings account it just makes good logical sense to start building that up right away. But does it make a lot of sense to pull things that we actually don't need to sustain us closer so that we can make up for that zero faster? Meaning, what if we stayed at a zeroed state for a while? What if we let that sort of take care of itself on a way where you will never take action But this week, remember, this is a weekly reading. What if this week you didn't try to get yourself out of it? You didn't try to fill whatever that zero doubt state was. I get the feeling this week that we are supposed to learn what it means to be in this state where we are without. And it reminds me of a spiritual growth practice of subtraction that sometimes to be without is what expands us the most. And so while I'm not saying to never pursue that bigger savings account again, or another relationship, if you've just lost one or pursue more money or clients or pursue a closer relationship or a new friend if you've just lost an old one. What I am saying is, can you just be with it this week rather than trying to fix it by bringing in something else, right? The, think of the Buffalo. It doesn't need more than just what's already naturally around it to show up largely. And to be in nature and to watch for the opportunities it has. And I just really get this feeling from the cards that the longer we sit at the zero state, the more we're going to see what actually sustains us. What actually feeds us? What actually being in community truly actually can feel like with less. To watch for opportunities, to start noticing how we try to gather things to fill the void. And instead just sit, sit in the zero out state and keep your eye on your source and listen to your source. That is the fool. The fool is foolish because he listens to something other than his head. He is not the queen of swords. He is not just logic. In fact, he is so totally listening to source. He totally trusts in source. Whether you call that a higher power or a higher self, whether you name that universe whether you name that god whether you name that nature or creator higher self all all of those things and i think one interesting thing that shows up in both of our cards today to really um add some nuance around this idea of what to listen to, and also where to get our perspective from. Um, It is embedded in these cards using sunlight, using the, the stars and the sun in this case. And so in the deck I'm using, which is my Celtic deck, the Queen of Swords, her enlightenment, her perspective... And what is kind of shining out onto life and her is all coming from her head. There is a sun right behind her head. And what this tells me about this week is it's very easy for us to really look at life, really look at this thing that's zeroing out that's shedding, that's coming back down into a smaller size in our life, to look at it primarily through our mind and primarily through our our brain and our logic and to really be guided by what we need to say, what we need to do, how we need to protect ourselves using our mind. Now, this isn't a bad thing. Our mind is a gift. However, we need to learn the right size of our own mind and our thoughts in our life. Because as codependents, our mind can actually and especially the thoughts that come from our mind can actually seem really logical to us. But over time, what we've realized is actually I I don't think following my logic on that was actually the best decision for me in hindsight. We learn the fact that we are not our thoughts and we learn as we go through life as the queen of swords, living in this society, this culture, this relationship, this life where we're constantly asked to follow our brain and follow our thoughts and be logical and be all head and no heart and no spirit of trust or belief We learn over time, or at least I believe a lot of us are learning, that our thoughts are actually not us. And when we follow some of them, we're actually following fear and we are following programming and we are following the same narratives that the system wants us to um, in a way that you know, we can stay this queen of swords. We can stay in the embodiment of uh, a system that really wants us to be using our head um, so that we forget to use our heart. It's very extractive. It's very transactional. And I think that this week... To really watch what following our own thoughts or even following the things we've been learning, where that has gotten us. And maybe it's not what we're learning. Maybe sometimes it's the volume, right? Because we're talking about zeroing out and shedding and releasing and... Almost cleansing of the palate in life. I feel like December, this is setting us up for a time that's really asking us to take away in order to live bigger, live with a bigger presence like our buffalo and gratitude does. It's not about us being this large thing that people can look at and approve of It is about us having a really big presence in our own life. And in order to do that, again, it feels like we're supposed to be leaving things behind. It feels like we are supposed to be even surrendering up our perspective, surrendering up how we go about, um, what we go about following in the world. And so we talked about the queen and, and where the sun lies for her, which is in her, her mind behind her head. But in the fool, the sunshine is shining at their back and it's shining um, everything that this fool just walked through. And it's also shining bright on the leap of faith in the cliff and the edge that we have gotten to. And so when I say we follow our source, we follow our spirit, maybe we even follow a higher perspective. That is what I'm talking about. That whether we believe in higher powers or higher selves, that it is by getting quiet Being without, being without those distractions, getting still, getting solitude, getting silence, and really listening and really looking from that higher perspective. Because when we tap into that source as a viewpoint, we not only see where we've been, we also see everything else that is going on around us buffalo is here to say this is a community this this is a herd that there is an ecosystem at play here that this is not just about us and the Queen has learned it's just about her right she's in her own head she lives there she's actually on a barren rock there's just no other living things around her in the fool there is an abundance of natural elements even a dog here right and so there's an ecosystem this is about more than just us this is about getting back our sense of being a natural being and a nature being our sense of being able to be playful with less that actually maybe our pleasure and our play and that sense of aliveness that we may have been yearning for or wanting to gain or gain back is actually on the other side of zeroing out, on letting everything fall and on moving forward in the world with a lot less. And so one of those ways could be our learning. You know, if we've learned so much as the Queen of Swords has about how to function in the world and how she has to be, she She has to be on that rock. She has to be sturdy. She has to be logical. She has to be reasonable. She can't be emotional. Right? She has to say things a certain way or she has to be assertive or she has to be this. And the fool says, no, nah, I don't know what I'll be yet. It's not my job to figure out who I am. It's my job to follow my path and become who I'm being, you know, and become that next being. And when we zero out, there's so much space. Space is one of my seven states of being that I'll be just holding space for people to live into in my uh, mentorship coming in January beyond codependency. And the reason that space is a thing, um, that freedom is a thing, I think it's actually called freedom, but it's about the space, is that we need that space around us when we are trying to live beyond what life we've already lived, what kind of person we've been, because we need an emptiness to step into. We require that. Doesn't mean we have to have it, but it can be just a beautiful rite of passage to step into empty space where no one, you know, no one has these expectations, let alone us. And so we can think about an empty bank account. We can think about an empty house. We can think about an empty social calendar. You can think about those things. But we can also think about an empty mind, right? And an empty mind is a mind that is willing to learn through getting in touch with the perspective of source and just walking step-by-step. And so unlike the queen who will be strategic, she's learned to figure things out far in advance. This week gives us a moment to pause and not figure it all out, to maybe empty our head of everything we've learned about how this is supposed to go from all those society rules that we take in every time we turn on social media. Somebody is programming us with how it's supposed to go for us, right? Whether it's in your business, in your relationship, in your health, and it doesn't mean these are these are bad ideas. In fact, there's, they can be so, so helpful, right? But it means that we're not discerning it from our own life. So we can take something that randomly showed up, something we randomly learned, and it's actually, our life isn't trying to teach us that right now. We're, it's actually trying to teach us a very different lesson, But because we already filled our mind with what other researchers or people have said, we logically believe we have to follow their stead. And I call this mismatching with your life. And what happens is we see something that someone else has done or someone else is talking about at the moment, and we automatically apply that to our lives. But it doesn't work out the way we thought it would. And it feels disjointed in our life. And people around us are wondering where this all came from. And this is because it was a mismatch for our life at this on this day, in this week. Not all of this advice, all this learning is supposed to be for us every day. And so the fool is a fool because he's empties, emptied his mind. He walks through life as if he doesn't know anything yet and I think that is a great sign of wisdom I think that's why source is is so shining down on him and on them in this card because it's a giving up of knowledge so that they can walk forward into their life and what will meet them in life and only from there will he even be able to discern or they will. I keep saying him because it looks like a male figure in my card. But of course, it's, it's our own pronouns here. Um, you know, we can walk forward into what's coming and only learn what we need to learn the day we need to learn it. I think something really beautiful is that's coming out of these cards with the Queen of Swords and the Fool at the same time. The goodness of both is saying you already have the knowledge you need to get through today. And then that's only the knowledge you ever need is the knowledge you need to get through your today. Because that's the only place you ever are. You're never in the future, you're never back in the past. You're only ever right here, and I bet you know enough to get through this moment. I bet you do, and I bet if something arose in your life, you wouldn't have to get online to figure it out. You would probably sit back and and consider, what do I need to do here? What do I need, and then what do I need to do here? And I think that's what both are really saying. It's being able to look at things and to have knowledge, but what kind of knowledge, you know, and and to move through things, yes, with our mind, but when are we using it? How are we using it and can we surrender it when it's not needed? And just how big can we get, right? How much presence can we truly have? Again, with the buffalo and the gratitude, these animals just to be near them is to have their great presence energetically swallow you up. They're such large creatures and so are you, you know? And uh, we don't need a lot. In fact, we actually need less to have a bigger impact and we need to embrace whatever has come up for us that has zeroed us out because it's asking you to have a greater presence in whatever area of your life that is, or a greater presence somewhere that has been really waiting for you to have that bigger presence in your life. You know, if we zero out with a friendship, maybe we needed a greater presence with our family. If we zeroed out in a relationship, and went through a separation or something of the like a breakup, maybe maybe our well-being, maybe our spirituality um, maybe those areas of our life are asking us to have greater presence and I could go on right as something zeroed out in your business maybe your life maybe your real life outside of work was asking for your greater presence and so this is about being able to do all that this week so um yeah as always how is this applying to you right i've said quite a few things about this what what resonated what stuck with you and of course you know um Layer it on top of your own life and your own experiences and use your discernment. And so if I was to leave you just to wrap things up on a very practical note, I would say, don't try to gain anything back this week. Whatever you lost, don't try to gain it back. You know, if you're having thoughts about how you should be doing things, first of all, should is a big word that that's programming and not you right? Not you. And so even though logically or societally or culturally, um, we may have a lot of narratives to do different things to solve, you know, where we zeroed out, try not to use your head this week to get you out of anything. Can you be with less? Can you surrender to having less? Can you bring in gratitude? Can you notice how little you actually needed to sustain yourself? And can you notice where in your life is asking for greater presence? And I visually in my head just see people stopping that when they have time just sitting, meditating, journaling, not, you know, doing things to connect to ourselves, but not doing anything to solve what got zeroed out. And when an emotion comes up, just letting ourselves process through that, whether that looks like crying or yelling or just laying down and kind of feeling funky or, you know, things like that, um... Just letting ourselves be there and also noticing where all the good is. Is there good in your life right now? Where is it? Just name a couple things right now and uh, not as a way to bypass, but just as as reminders that there is goodness there and you only need a little bit of nourishment to actually have really good, broad, great, strong presence in your life. Um, and for all those people jumping off into the great unknown, it's little by little and take as little with you as you can. Do not hold on. Do not hold on. Um, and don't try to talk yourself out of it. Queen of Swords energy, do not try to talk yourself out of it. Don't try to talk anybody else out of anything. You know, Don't feel like you need to direct anything or logic your way out of things. This is a time to stop using your head and start using your spirit, not even just your heart, but your spirit. That's what this week is. And so just spend time in your spirit this week, being with yourself, being with less and notice what it, what it gains you. All right. That's what I have for you today. And that's what I have for you this week. Um, As a reminder, I'm currently enrolling my Beyond Codependency mentorship. It was called Commune. I needed to readjust the name. I really heard that from my source. But it's the same program. And we have about four seats left. We've got a few people confirming up their seats. So just a reminder that if you'd like to work with me, And really bring in your life and how all of this codependency, everything we've talked about all year on this podcast and on my Facebook page, if you want to sit with me, sit with a group of other codependents and live into something outside of just codependent strategies over and over again, please consider joining us This is not a learning course, it's a living course. And you're going to move through seven months and seven states of being, which include reality, freedom, safety, openness, security, um, as well as stability and availability. And so we're going to be moving through those seven states of being and hopefully start building that out in your life and give you a really good foundation. And it includes two group calls a month and it includes one private session a month with me so we can go even deeper than we can in the group sessions with you and just really be able to hold space and encourage and support you and reflect and mirror for you so that you can go into your life and live beyond the codependency that's been there and see what kind of change and what kind of metamorphosis can happen in your life over seven months. And then of course, you know, the six months to a year afterwards of being so supported to start moving towards um, a more loving life that doesn't include you needing to you know, do so much to gain love and approval. So if you'd like to join us, this is your just tender and soft invite to apply and hop on a call with me and see if you'd like one of those spots and see if that kind of journey is going to support you where you're at. There's no homework. It's all just you and you being supported to make these shifts. All right. I hope you have a beautiful week this week. If you have any questions about Beyond Codependency, please reach out on my Instagram at Jenna Dale. And I will see you again next Monday. Big love to you. I care about you. See you next time. Bye now.